Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Forward Pressing episode 99, the big 99. I'm Kevin. I got Yanis here with me, bro. How you doing? What do you do? What do you do? Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Yeah, we're recording this on not Sunday, but Monday, October 30th. So we are, it's Halloween Eve right now. Are you ready to hand out some candy tomorrow? I have nothing. I'm not going to lie to you. I got nothing. <laughs> That's not your job. <laughs> it's not my job, but I still got. I don't. Knowing my mom, she's probably gonna ask me to grab something like last minute. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm gonna have little kids come to my apartment. So. Hey yo, that's crazy. <laughs> oh wait, don't wait. Not like that. Not like that. Okay. Come on, man. All right, quickly. Let's move on. We had um Manchester Derby. We'll have to talk about that, unfortunately. Um. Ballon d'Or was tonight, so it's actually good that we're recording this on a Monday instead of a Sunday. Um, and some other some other news we had. Um, I mean, we had some incidents off the off the field with the Olympic in Marseille. Yep, it's um that's not good. Um, but we have some uh, Champions League to talk about, some future Ballon d'Or winners to talk about. We'll talk about Christine Saint Clair, all that good stuff. But let's get into it. Should we start with the Derby because I just want to get this over with? Sure. Okay, go ahead. Okay, well, we suck. Um, this was basically the result I think everybody expected. We've been in horrible form and coming up against Man City, I don't think anybody expected us to get a win. Um, what's concerning to me is it feels like we have no playing style. And I'm really worried because that's one of the things that I was really um, looking forward to with Ten Hag. And that I feel like we were moving in the right direction and now it kind of feels like everything's all over the place. We do have so many injuries to deal with. Um, I don't know if Varane was healthy or not, but Ten Hag said that it was a tactical decision to play Evans ahead of him, which, what kind of tactical decision in playing it like 40-year-old um, Evans ahead of multiple Champions League winner Rafael Varane? I don't know. So, But I know Varane was recovering from an injury, so maybe he just didn't want to say that. He didn't want to, like, I don't know, be questioned in some way. I have no idea. But a tactical decision for that? What tactics? Did, tell me. I don't know. Um... I feel like we're not doing anything right. It's so hard for us to... Even when we play lesser teams, it's so hard for us to do anything well. I just don't even know what to do anymore. It kind of feels like we're we're, we're scraping by um, barely. And when we're not scraping by, we're getting demolished by teams we should be beating. So. Well, well, not City, but... Yeah, not City. <laughs> not City, definitely not City. Um, I think from what I, from what I saw... Uh... I think to me, my main concern, like watching the game, was how, like you got you guys all got out muscled in the midfield, like you guys got out ran, you guys got out fought. To me, it always feels like like Ten Hag has an identity or is a style of play that he cannot apply with the United current United players, and I don't know. I mean, to, I don't know who's to blame for that. The the players that he wanted not available, fine. We should still be able to manage to find something. I'm starting to have questions about, like, I mean, I'm sure you have two questions about, like, what the plan is, the identity of the club and stuff, or what the one, what is the plan in terms of the playing style? Because, I, I mean, yesterday, and it's not the first time, like, in, even in the games in the, in the Champions League, like, you don't really see it. I don't really see what the plan is. Um, I think Hoyland is a bright side. He had a couple of good moments yesterday, probably could have, maybe could have had one. Uh, but that, uh, he was unlucky not to get one. I think he's the bright spot. But behind him and in front of the defense, basically your midfield is where I think the main issues are. 
Like, never mind Maguire. He did what he had to do. And, I mean, he was powerless at some point, but... Yeah. I wouldn't even say he had a bad game. You can't even say he had a bad game. But I would say that the midfield was where you got you guys got demolished. And it's like, you can't even... Like, the physicality wasn't there. Like, Bruno, Bruno and Amrabat and Ericsson aren't... You- the ball needs to feed through Bruno, and he's just not getting the opportunity to do that because we're not on the ball. Yeah, but... That's the thing. You your midfield is like very like focused on getting the ball, but not necessarily on getting the ball back. Like Amrabat isn't the. I mean, I haven't seen. Hasn't been. He's been alright, but he hasn't been like game changing. I would have liked to see Casemiro in that game, honestly. Yeah, I I thought the decision to start Ericsson was a questionable one for this game. I didn't think it was a game that um, tailored to kind of like Ericsson's. Um, specialty, I guess I would say. Um, like I think I thought Casemiro in that spot would probably would have been a better choice, but I'm not the manager, and I just trust him to know more than me. Um, like I don't know if you agree with that, but I like like I, I mean, like you said, but even maybe I don't know. I was gonna say Scott, but I just don't know where we go from here. It kind of feels like we've tried a lot of options, and we're dealing with so many injuries that it's just making everything worse. Um, but we need to see results um, because because games like this are going to happen um, and we're having trouble beating like the worst teams in the league. So that's not convincing the least. We can we can close it on this question. Realistically speaking, uh, I think you guys are going to bounce back from this and it's to an extent. But do you see and Hag like I'm? I mean, this is me very exa- this is me exaggerating here. But do you see him finishing the season? Yeah, definitely. I think we've had a lot of turmoil off the field too, with the Greenwood, the Sancho's, the Anthony's, um, and mix mix that with all the other injuries we're dealing with too. I feel like uh, I feel like it. it I want to give him the opportunity. Uh, I I still trust him, but man, being a Man United and having the owners that we do and the whole situation is it's a difficult task for everybody. And I feel like people don't know until they actually take the job. Um, but I'm not too discouraged. I feel like he can still do a good job. I think he'll be able to do a good job once he gets the players that he wants or that he needs to get the job done. And so far, he hasn't been able to been he hasn't been given that opportunity, and it shows. It's very telling. And I'm not talking about the defense and the attack. I'm talking specifically in the midfield. We need like a proper holding midfielder. Like Casemiro is is, is good, but he's on the older side. I'm about as a step in the right direction. But he's not the solution. All right, where do you want to go from here? Arsenal, Jude, Ballon d'Or? I want to touch on Arsenal because Enketia Hattrick is definitely not something we all thought would happen. Um, hey, don't mind it. Yeah, definitely not. Don't mind it. But what are your thoughts on... Um, I mean, Jesus should be back in a couple of games. I don't think Enketia is going to score a hat-trick every game. Um, what do you think? Like, do you think he deserves some more playing time? Do you think... Oh, no, for sure. Yeah, I think he's... I mean, not just for the hat-trick, but obviously, even before that, I thought Nketiah was going to get chances just because he is the out-and-out tra- the only really out-and-out striker that we have now that Jesus is injured. Um, realistically, it's you, it's you're going gonna to be hard to win consistently with Nketiah as your nine, especially again in the big games, and you're obviously hoping that Jesus comes back. But in the meantime, I think it's a good opportunity for him to showcase what he can still do 
or what he wants people to believe he can do. And so, I mean, the hat trick kind of shows that it, it's good. That's going to give you confidence for sure. Uh, now, can he go like, I guess, can he go in the upward direction going from going from that hat trick? I believe so. I, wanted, I do want to see it. Uh, like, I t- like I told you before, I didn't really believe that he would be the main like option as our number nine. Jesus has to be it. I think Jesus is our biggest threat in terms of attacking options. But if Enketra can get some confidence with a hat trick and kind of going have some upward performances, uh, I'm not complaining at all. And I think it's going to be it'll be good for Arsenal itself to get two like I guess confidence trackers once Jesus comes back as well. Most definitely, and and having you know one guy be good pushes the other guy to improve as well. So it'll make you know Enketia having a good game or playing well will force Jesus to up his game as well. It's like healthy competition. Exactly. So I think it's I think it's good. Um, I'm I'm encouraged with what your uh, with what the team is looking like. But I have a question for you before we move on regarding Arsenal. Um. What's happening with Gabriel? Because Gabriel and Saliba have been like one of the best center back partnerships, but we've seen it from the start, from the first game of the season, and until now. What's happened with with Gabriel? He's getting like rotated out. He's not starting, and he used to be like he was like the first name on the team sheet last year. So yeah, I'm not exactly sure what's happening with him. To be honest with you, I didn't really. I think it's hard because Saliba is also a left footed, left footed center back, and. Saliba probably has been one of the best center back, if not the best center back in the league this year. So Gabriel is just having a maybe a poor poor run of form. In my opinion, I feel like I'm not too worried about Gabriel. I think he'll bounce back. He's good enough. To- but he's been playing well. That's what I'm saying. It kind of feels like it's not it's not related to his performance. It's something else. Well, I mean, Arteta has had a lot of questionable decisions in terms of his lineups recently, and I guess that just adds to it. Um. But I'm not too worried about Gabriel at this point. I think he'll he'll get back in the team eventually, if not very soon. I mean, as long as you guys are winning, he's 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 not like completely benched. Like he's playing games. It's just I feel like it's odd that he's getting rotated out. The results have been good. I think he, I can't remember if he actually played against Sevilla. I believe he did, but and that was a tough game. The results have been there, so I think there were, if as long as you can rotate, knowing that the team is winning and you're playing here and there, I don't think you can really have any complaints. And I don't, I don't think he's complaining either, but like, he'll he'll be back in the team. No, I don't think he's complaining. I just thought it was, I just thought he w- it was um, curious to see. You wouldn't want, you would like the Gabriel in your team, wouldn't you? I mean, if it's above Maguire, yeah. <laughs> was, why you gotta bring up Maguire? Well, you, you just required a good game. <laughs> I had to. Um, I want to talk about Jude Bellingham because this is the future Ballon d'Or winner I mentioned. This guy is owning La Liga like like he's been there for so long. He's just doing it all, and it's like making it look so easy. When was the last time a midfielder scored this many goals? Was it Yaya Toure? I mean, he's getting close to that record. The way the, the, In the pace he's going at, he's, he'll reach that record soon. Ten goals in the league already? Ten goals in La Liga as a midfielder. In October. In October. Like, that's nuts. I'm not going to lie, though. I mean... This is it is a really ridiculous run of form. I don't think we've seen this from a midfielder. No penalties either. Not like he's getting his goals inflated. Exactly. I don't think we've seen this this type of run of form in a while from anybody in any league. Can is it sustainable? I don't think so, realistically. 
I think eventually it'll it'll dry out and he'll be he'll be affected, but he might not just be on the score sheet. Um, but as long as you can still kind of provide provide services for Vini and like the Rodrigo on the on the wings, maybe even Jose Lu once Jose Lu comes back up front, he'll be fine. But I'm not expecting him to get a goal a game every year, <laughs> going until like 2024. That's that's not happening. No, obviously not. But like, could he end the goal? Could he end the season with 20 goals? I mean, at the pace he's going now, like you mean like in- he's already halfway there. He's halfway there, and there's two thirds of the season left. More. Almost, we're we're a little above 25 percent in. Are we talking La Liga or just the whole like league? La Liga. Just La Liga. Okay. If it's La Liga, yes. If it's all comes, he'll probably get more. Honestly, he already has how many in the Champions League? Like three. He scored against Napoli. He scored last name against Braga. I think he scored against Union Berlin. I can't remember. He has. Let me tell you right now. He has three goals in in the Champions League. He's tied for the for the most in the Champions League with a bunch of people. That's nuts. He 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 would be in prime position to win the Ballon d'Or next next year. Okay, so about the Ballon d'Or. We, wait, wait, wait. Before we think... touch on, because the Ballon d'Or was given out today. But if he, if if Madrid wins the league, he wins the scoring title for La Liga as a midfielder. And let's say they make a run in the Champions League, they make the final four. Like, unless somebody has an, in, an insane season, like, could he not realistically win the Ballon d'Or? He would have to get, have a good Euros as well. Okay, fair. I mean, is he not one of England's best players already? Like, if it's not Harry Kane, is it him? Oh, I'll, yeah, it is him. I'll probably put him above Harry Kane, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's him, Kane, and Saka, and Foden. I, I think I would put it Kane, Bellingham, Saka, Foden. You have to ask me right now. I mean, Kane is still Kane, but... Bellingham is in better form. Although Kane just scored a goal from half field. And what did he score a hat trick that game? <clears throat> but he, which he I think he did, yeah. But it was the Bundesliga, so he gotta cut that in half. Yeah. I was on a Masterix. Um in terms of the Ballon d'Or for Jude, I think I'll put you I'll say it like this. I don't think we've ever seen an English player like close to the Ballon d'Or ever since in our in our lifetime, as long as we've watched football. Like, I don't... Maybe Rooney was the only one. Michael Owen? Who? Michael Owen? Yeah, but we've never seen Michael Owen play. Uh, we were young. We, were, we yeah, I don't... I've never seen Michael Owen play with Liverpool, nor with Madrid. I've only seen him with United. And that was, like, old Michael Owen. <laughs> yeah, it was. So, I've never seen an English player even come close to the Ballon d'Or. Until now. I think Jude might be the first one. And I wouldn't be surprised if he gets it. I don't think he'll be this year. But I don't think it'll be next year, sorry. But he'll, I think he can get one. I think he can get one. He has the benefit of coming past the post-Messi-Ronaldo era that a lot of other guys were unlucky to live to, to play in, like uh, Pogba or Neymar. Those guys got unlucky. Hazard. Hazard. Those guys were unlucky. At the same time, too, like the Ballon d'Or is also very like stats-driven. And if he has those type of numbers like next year, going into next year, and sure, he probably will win it. But like I said, the run of form is undeniably um like ridiculous. But also, I don't think it's sustainable. So I wouldn't be surprised if he dries out eventually. Which I don't think. No, nobody's nobody scores a goal a game. 
Nobody does that. But obviously, if he if he Haaland is the, is the only competition. Him and Mbappe. I mean, Haaland has the unfortunate circumstance of not playing for an international country that can compete for trophies, which definitely goes against him, unfortunately. And Mbappe does. Deserve it. Yeah, Mbappe does. Mbappe, who? Let's do that now. Who do you think wins uh, Ballon d'Or first, Mbappe or or uh, Jude? I think it's Mbappe. Yeah, I'd probably go Mbappe too. If it, like, if you had to ask me right now, I feel like Jude has a really good chance of winning the the Ballon d'Or next year. He probably has a better chance than Mbappe if he can keep up this kind of like form. Not that, not at this level, but if he can 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 keep up significant form, I think he has a good chance. Um. It also depends on how the Euros go for each of the each of them. Yep, because I know that I know that Mbappe will dominate the Euros, but Jude can as well. I think it'll come down to maybe the Champions League. Yeah, but then also that's because that's the only that's the only part that I feel like both both guys are on the same playing field to make a difference. True. Uh, I know you spoke. We're speaking about the Ballon d'Or. We're gonna hit the Messi Ballon d'Or ceremony in a minute. I just wanted to mention Barca in this because obviously Barca is Barca took the took the loss. Um, I was wondering. I don't know if you've heard about the latest names that are coming out of the Barca academy because they've been playing a bit a bit recently. Recently, uh, the Fermin Lopez. You've heard about Yamal, obviously. Uh, there was a lot. The last one I heard we saw was a uh, Mark Yuhi. If I'm saying his name wrong, I apologize. I'm just surprised. I'm impressed by how the young core of Barca is still building up. I'm not really surprised because it is the La Masia and they always, they always produce like quality players. Um, but I'm surprised by how early they're put in the system already. They don't usually see like the 18, the 15 year old plays against the, in the first team and like play well too. They're they're young. They're young young guns. Like their academy has been producing a lot of good talent uh, over the last couple of years. I mean, it's been like this forever, really. True. They've also like sought out top young talent as well. I feel like they've been a really good um, team at doing that. I mean, I like I like the young core. I also like the 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 like the present young core, like the Gavis, and even getting Felix was a big that was a big plus. I hope he stays. I really hope he stays. But I'm missing. We're we're missing Pedri here. Pedri hasn't been playing in a while. Yeah. What's up with that? Since the first season he had with Barca, I think he had like 70 plus games if you include like the Euros and the Olympics that he played the same year. And it feels like those like injuries that he's been giving are kind of a result of that, playing too much at such a young age. Like 70 games in the season is ridiculous. A lot. That's a lot. That's too much in one for one year. And I think the I saw an article on, on Marsa because I was looking on the, I was looking it up and He's only played, I think, thirty about thirty four percent of his games since he's joined Barca, which is like a third of all the games that he could possibly be played. Ever since, and that's I think that seventy game season is kind of the cause of that. I mean, most definitely, it takes a toll on your body, especially if you're not like used to it, right? And who's gonna be used to playing seventy games? Especially if we're one, especially when you start all of them. Yep. I mean, as good as a, as a talent he is, like he also. <laughs> I mean, the body breaks down easily. He's not the most physically impressive, imposing player as well. So he's getting fouled here. Just no, and he's still young. He's still growing. His body will be like, well, still has a lot of growing to do as well. Lots of development to do as well. Yeah, and yeah, hopefully they figure it. I don't know really what to say in terms of like the injury record and how to prevent that. And so also outside of just like managing him during the games, but it is a concern for the future. I mean, we see even Ensu Fati had the same issue, like injury crisis every 
every two weeks. Every time he plays, he's get, he does a chance of him getting injured. Hopefully, Pedri doesn't get in that kind of scenario, but it's not looking good for him. Let's just say that. And his career will forever be different now after it. So Yeah, it sucks because he's such a promising player. Let's talk some Champions League. All right. This is where you... What? This is where what? I was, I was going to mention the Ballon d'Or. We can do the Ballon d'Or after, after that one. Oh, yeah. No, I forgot we didn't talk about it. I mean, listen. We can talk about it, but I think it's well-deserved. You were kind of on the fence. But I think I convinced you to my side before we started recording. A little bit because I thought it was... I don't know if you thought that there was a ceremony bef- between the World Cup and this. I thought there was another one, but apparently there is the ceremony that, I guess... Rewards him for the World Cup, so it makes sense for him to. It makes sense for him receiving it. I just wonder if there was any better options. Who who else would you give it to? Messi winning his eighth Ballon d'Or. I don't think anybody will ever come close to that. Nobody will. Nobody will. Because now there's actually like a lot more contenders than we think. Well, he's the greatest of all time. Yeah, he kind of had to give it to him. Really, I'm just thinking like Mbappe, but Mbappe obviously didn't win the World Cup. Didn't win the Champions League, even though he carried France for a large part of that World Cup. He almost single-handedly won them the final in the World Cup. He almost singly won them the final. But that's one game. That's one game. I mean, it is the game. It is still the greatest, like, World Cup final game ever, thanks to him. But you still have to give it to Messi. I, mean, I really don't see, like, any argument not to. I mean, what he did with Inter Miami was cool and was great. And I think it, was, it showed that it helped Inter Miami a lot. But in hindsight, it wasn't really... I think once he got the World Cup, it was pretty much a... Uh, like um, that was the peak. Yeah, that was the peak. That was the the last cherry on top. That's all he needed. Yeah, that was a foregone conclusion. I mean, I I'm happy for him. I think he deserved it. I think he's a great guy. You know him. <laughs> um, from what I see, I mean, even you know they won the the cup in the MLS, and he gave the armband to Yedlin. He did. He didn't agree to lift a trophy without Yedlin being there, who was the team's captain before. Before he uh, joined the team, like I, I just think you got to be a good guy to do like that, you know. Now, I mean, Inter Miami are in the playoffs right now, so he's gonna have to a lot of time to chill and rest. I think I saw a picture of him at his son's game. His son's played for Inter Miami, he's uh, like under twelve or something, and they were like every team, every team was trying to take pictures with the guy, which I mean, you as you expect, and he was like, he was doing his, I guess his, uh, his duty as a, as a, as a superstar, just taking pictures with kids. It was. It's. It's cool to see. I mean. I mean. You're probably right. He's probably a cool dude. Obviously, we don't know him personally, but I mean, it'd be nice to know him personally. But um, yeah. Another. Another. Another Ballon d'Or number eight. Not much to say there at all, actually. Outside of he deserved it. The goat. The goat. The greatest of all time. The goat. All right. Let's talk Champions League, because. Did I predict this Milan game? I'm not sure. I don't think you did. I don't think we did, actually. Uh, I expected better from Milan. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I, I I think Paris was going to win, for sure. But I expected Milan to put up more of a fight. Um, they've been dis- disappointing in the Champions League. They're they're doing okay in the league. I think they just drew to Nap- Napoli recently, uh, yesterday. But in the league, in the, in the Champions League itself, like they're they're not... It just hasn't worked out. I don't know if they're like too dependent on Leao or they just can't. I mean, they're creating chances, but they, they're the finishing touch just isn't there. I don't know what's gonna. It would be very disappointing for them to be like knocked out this early, especially because the, the 
they don't have that same uh, they don't have that same like magic they had last year, but they got better. I do feel like they're a better team though. They are. That's what's weird. Which which is, makes it even more weird. Yeah, they're a better team than last year, but they somehow can't get better results. I mean, could you argue that last year's run was a bit, I guess, easier perhaps? That like, didn't have that big of a group. Uh, that is true. I still feel like this group should be. They should be. They're good enough to be at least second in this group. It might be a chemistry thing, you know. You you bring in a lot of pieces. You bring in a lot of pieces. The meshing of all of them may not go as planned, as easy as you as you thought. It's not impossible, but they're doing fine in the league. Like I said, they just drew against Napoli. But yeah, I mean, I'm just surprised. I thought I I just I just expected better from them, especially like three games in. They haven't won a game yet. It's a bit worrying. I, these these this next week of Champions League games are going to be important. Who do they play next? Who do they play next? Uh, so they, they they should be playing. They play Newcastle at Newcastle, at home. I mean away. They can win, but Newcastle's tough. They haven't been in the best form though. Yeah, but Newcastle also just lost to Dortmund, which was unexpected. I told you. Be I was I was you did you did say you did say that you did say that. I finally get something right. That's not true. I get a lot of things right. <laughs> <laughs> not this year. Um uh, so that so having a good season though in the Champions League. They're leading the group and they have an they have a solid I mean it's not the hardest group, but still the Inter and Benfica are not easy teams. To get to get a win in in Lisbon is not easy at all. Um I'm impressed with him. I mean, with them. Uh I think they might qualify. I don't know who's I guess will be left out, but if they can keep if they can manage the consistency. I think they'll qualify. I think they'll qualify too, which I did not expect at all. But I think they'll qualify too. Uh, Kubo has been very, very good as well as always. Um, I've, I'm a fan of him. I don't know where he's gonna go next because he's definitely leaving this year. There's been rumors of like him replacing Salah with, with the Liverpool. I don't know if Liverpool might be the fit for him. Obviously, he has like Madrid experience with Real Madrid in the past. Um, I don't think Madrid will sign him back though. Even though I think they, ha- even though I think they can, I wonder. I'm curious to see where he's gonna go. Maybe he'll go back to Barcelona. Oh, definitely interesting. Even loss as well. Lo- I mean, we're gonna talk about France later, but loss has been impressive as well. Um, I think if they manage to finish second, it'll be a massive success for them. Uh, right now they're second in the group. Arsenal is leading, so I feel like I'd be shocked if they finish second. But also, like it's completely possible, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if they finish second, that means Sevilla is going to win the Europa League again, which... I know, but you would think Sevilla would be able to pull through, you know? Yeah, you would think so. I think Sevilla has been kind of inconsistent, and that's been the case for the, last, for the last two years, at least. They're inconsistent everywhere except the Europa League. Yeah, that's when they, that's when they show the real colors. And then PSV is just PSV. They can show up one day, get beat the next. You don't really know what to expect from them, but... Watch out for loss. I'm excited to see what they keep doing for the rest of the, the campaign there. I'm really hoping they will qualify, though. It'll be, it's good. I think it'll be good to have a league and team qualify ahead in the in the um, next round. It'll finally give the league some... Uh, Recognition. Yeah. <laughs> some respect. And it's also good that it's not a... Yeah, it's also good that it's not like a PSG or one of the bigger teams. It's it's a smaller one. Even though they had a great season last year, almost isn't like the biggest market, in, I guess, outside of France. So... It's it's good that it's them and not like a I guess a, a Lyon even though Lyon is freaking struggling right now. Yeah, that's succeeding. I mean, we can talk about that the the the, the bus incident. 
That was crazy. Yeah. Um, did you see the pictures of the injury afterwards? Like that's it looked pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, from from Grosso? It looks bad. Yeah, it did. It's bad. It was bad. It did not look good at all. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I like Marseille's my team in France, but that was just like uncalled for. It is typical, like Marseille behavior, though. I mean, typical Marseille, typical like French supporters' behavior to do that. I think they just took it to a different level this time because never, like, it never gets to like hit the bus. It's just disappointing that the game. I mean, the game had to be canceled. Was there any repercussions for the people that caused the injury? I mean, you don't know who it is. We don't know the. We don't know exactly who the perpetrator is. Are they, do they have like an investigation or something like? Mo, I'm guessing they have to. Uh, my best, my assumption is that maybe Marseille itself is gonna, are going to be punished for that. But the thing is, it happened outside of the ground, so can you really blame Marseille for that? It's more to the supporters. Maybe Marseille gets deducted points, but I think that's as far as it can really go. The game is going to be replayed. I think it'll be an empty, empty stadium that night, but. I think that makes sense. I mean, yeah, I think it makes sense too. It's just sad that we, I mean, it, it sucks that it had to happen though. Just a, it's a bad look on the, I mean, we talk about Lyon's being a good look for them qualifying for the Champions League uh, next round, but this is a bad look for the league as well, just having those type of issues. Most definitely. It's, um, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see if uh, anything happens, but. I wonder if they take any measures to change to kind of prevent this in the future, if they can even do anything. I don't even know. That's the thing. I don't know what they can do because, I mean, more security. What What else like, What else do you can really do in that situation? I don't really know. Hopefully they figure it out. That's what they paid the money for. Um, Want to talk about Christine? Christine! Oh, Christine Sinclair? Yeah. Did you know the game was in Montreal? No, I didn't. Okay, because I was going to ask you where you were, bro. I know I should have tried. They were. I saw her at the. Well, I didn't see. I didn't physically see her, but I saw she was at the Impact Stadium, um, the Saputo Stadium. How you go to basketball games? You go to hockey games? You couldn't go to watch. I went to one basketball game because it was the one game they played in the city. I went to go to hockey games though. You go to hockey games often though. Not super often. When I can, I have friends that have tickets, so they invite me sometimes. Last game, Montreal was playing against who? Columbus. With the Cole Caulfield overtime winner. It was wild. Oh, that's what happened? Yeah. That's probably why I didn't get back to your text. I was too busy celebrating. Yeah, I, fi- I figured it was going to be a... I mean, when when I first texted you, you said it was a, they were losing. Yeah, they were. They were down to zero. Oh, okay. Damn, that's a big comeback. Okay, Montreal, I see you Canadians. Mm-hmm. Don't doubt. This might be our year. Sight. <laughs> it's not. Do you watch any hockey? No, eh? Um, I've watched more of the Western, like the, the Oilers and the, I mean, obviously being in Alberta, you watch more of the Oilers and the, the Flames, but mostly the Oilers because they're better. And, um. Not this year. I mean, the Flames also suck, but the Oilers are off to a slow start. Yeah. I think last year I watched, the, the last thing I watched was the, the, the Knights, the Vegas Knights. Heritage Classic? Oh, yeah. I didn't watch the Heritage Classic. I missed that. Yeah. Wasn't too interested, to be honest. It was Sunday. It was yesterday. Um, but anyway, Sinclair, yeah, bag. I mean, the the start to the Feral Tour, uh, one nil loss to Brazil at the last minute, kind of crushing. Uh, it's it's a good look. It's it's good to have her in the city though for the last for her last game in Montreal. It was good. I don't know who they're playing next though. Um, I don't exactly know what the the schedule is, but 
Man, what a legend. She is she one of the best is she one of the best ever for women's football? I think for women's football she is. I think overall for Canadian soccer in general she also is. Most definitely, yeah. She's I mean she's she's got she she's so many milestones. She's a landmark for the from the for the soccer community in the country. Longevity too. Longevity as well. Um, you can, I mean, you gotta respect, you gotta appreciate your legends once, once, when they're here. And I think she, she got that. She got the appreciation. I think everybody kind of expected this decision for her to leave. I mean, I think at this point it was kind of expected. Yeah, she's still gonna play in Portland though. She's not retired like from the club soccer. It's just from international. Yeah. Maybe we'll go see a Portland game. How about that? You want to go to Portland? <laughs> it's not. It's not the greatest city to go to, but I mean, it's close. Is it? Close to you, not to me. It's I mean, for me. For me, yeah, it's close. You know where we have to go to though? On the sides, on the side, we gotta go see a Vegas night game in Vegas because I've never been to Vegas. You've never been to Vegas? I've been twice. You gotta, you gotta be ready to spend that cash though if you go to Vegas. Uh, I'll, that's what I'm saying. We it doesn't have to happen now, but I'm I'm saving up now. I'm saving up now. Start saving up. We'll go. And I've been meaning to fucking travel with you, but you you can't travel. I don't know. You don't you don't do travel. I always ask you to come here. You say nah. I did. Yeah, so long ago. It took me, it took me a while, but I did get. I, all your friends are here. Not all, like not all of your friends, but a lot of your friends are here. You've been you've been here once since you moved away. It's starting to sound like you don't like us. Hey yo, hey chill, bro. Why are you trying to put that bad energy in the pot? <laughs> All right, let's let's talk about the CPL final, or you can talk about the CPL final because I did not watch. Uh, well, I, I saw the highlights. It was hard to find the actual live stream of it. Uh, Forge won in OT. Cavalry loss. Uh, it sucks. The city. I thought Cavalry was gonna win it. Um, OT loss. I think the 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 goal was an Olympic actually to win it, which is you don't really see those too often. Um. I guess congrats to Forge. Uh, I I don't really. I, I was not disappointed really because I really wanted Cavalier to win it. I thought they were the better team going into the, the going to the final. Overall, though, I think it's good. Forge is gone is back on top. I think they have two of the first couple championships in the CPL, if I'm correct. So they're starting to build a legacy already, which is good. What do you? Um, what happens if the Montreal Impact go to the CPL? Okay, that will that first of all, it, this can it cannot happen. I don't want that to happen. I think it would be a disaster. Huge step backwards. I've heard, I've heard about it. I don't like the, I don't like it. I don't like the idea. I don't even like the thought of that. Because why would you, like, can you not afford an MLS team? Like, why would you want to do that? I mean, no disrespect to the CPL, it's good, but Montreal is the biggest team. Well, one of the biggest team in the city, in the country. Really, for being honest, one of, the, one, of the big, one of the biggest teams in the city. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I really mean we need. If you really need a, you need an MLS team in Montreal. That's what I'm basically trying to say. They don't even make the playoffs this year, which sucks. But I agree. So it's the one of the biggest markets in in Canada. If it's not, if it's not Toronto, it's Montreal. So I think we need a four teams at the highest level. Impossible. Exactly. For them to take a to go down to the CPL, I think would be a step backwards, and I don't really understand why it's even mentioned. I'm surprised about that, really. Uh, I think it's a financial thing. He thinks. Well, yeah, it would make that would make sense. If it would be, if it happens, it's a financial thing, you know. It is. Yeah, it definitely would be. Which I hope it doesn't happen. I hope they figure it out. Um, I was gonna mention MLS. MLS playoffs started. 
Who do you, I mean, do you know who's in, who's not? Not off the top of my head. Orlando's playing right now, by the way, though. Yes, they are. Uh, Toronto FC's not. I don't know what Toronto's going to look like next year. We were we were the first team out. We were the first team out. We missed out. Toronto, uh, Orlando's Nashville's now. I think Nashville's going to go through. I mean, the thing is, I don't. The format this year is so weird because they're doing like a best out of three. There's like three games. Have to three, there's like three games minimum, but if you win two, you go through. I don't know why they did that this year. I don't really understand it. They're trying to be different and spice things up, I guess. I don't know. MLS is always trying new shit. They're, they're, they really have a, a, they have Americanized league rules compared to like the, all the other European leagues. Like they're trying to make it like the NHL or like baseball or like football. Not football, actually, but like uh, basketball or like hockey or baseball yeah like a series whereas i don't know why they're doing it this year though i don't know to me the best playoff was when uh, remember that that montreal toronto game the best of twos the best of three i mean it was a two-leg series but it was montreal toronto i think it was one of the best series like in mls history ended up when toronto ended up winning 5-3 overall that was when toronto was good yeah that's when toronto was good that was peak playoff toronto <laughs> That was the best. I think that was one of my best favorite years in terms of uh, playoffs. Last year's was cool as well because of the final, but overall, I think that one like tops it off for me. Who do you think wins it this year? Uh, my winner this year, I think I said Columbus. I am going to stick with that prediction. They play Atlanta. Yeah, which is not an easy team to beat, but they've beaten them before. I'm going to stick with Columbus. I think Philly... Could, could I mean Philly is gonna is gonna be a contender for sure. So is LAFC. But I think Columbus to me was my favorite team to watch this year. I think LAFC is my pick. LAFC, interesting. Oh, you can't sleep on Cincinnati as well. They might surprise. They had the supporter shield. Cincinnati. I mean, they had a. They played a, against Red Bull. They had a pretty convincing win the first game. Yeah, I saw that. This smacked them. It wasn't even close. I don't know what Rebels was doing. I expected Rebels to be a little better. I mean, they're done now. They're, I mean, they're still... They can technically still like, come, come back because of the best out of three, but I don't think they'll come back. I know, but it's. I feel like it's like way, like not way easier, but like you, if you would it be, would it lead like that, you can game plan to not lose the games and still end up winning the series, you know? You can manage the game better. Yeah. Yeah, I'm expecting Cincinnati to win that series. But overall, I'm saying Columbus wins it all. All right, I'm going LEFC. We'll see. Uh, we'll see in a few uh, in a few weeks how we're doing. Yep. Oh, we got a month. All right. I think that this was a pretty long episode. I think that touched everything. Is there anything you want to mention? I think we've talked about everything we need to talk about. I think the most important is that Messi won the Ballon d'Or and he's the greatest of all time and Ronaldo sucks. Sorry. No, he doesn't suck. He's just not as good as Messi. I mean, oh my god. That was so unnecessary. <laughs> unnecessary, but true. He's been scoring goals in the Al Nassari, though. I've, I've saw a couple clips. He's doing alright. Oh. Oh, he's scoring goals in the Saudi League. Oh. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> alright, that's gonna wrap it up. Episode ninety nine in the books. Wow, it, we're gonna next time we record it'll be episode one hundred, the big one zero zero. Triple I know, digits, right? That's crazy. The road to one hundred actually happened. It happened. If you made it this far, really appreciate it. Very surprised, but we happy to have you here. Make sure you follow us on socials. 
or press pod forward underscore pressing. Drop us a follow so we're notified every time the episodes go live. And yeah, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. If you're not here, then don't thank you. But we'll see you next time. Peace. What was that? <laughs> that ending. We gotta work on the ending, Kev. God damn. You were tired. <laughs> off the top of my head. Off the top of the dome. That's how it goes sometimes. Sheesh. Sheesh.